And we're back with the team, the curator, the artists, even Rezo's here. We're going to talk about your black shirt, black tie as soon as we get you on, buddy. I can't wait. I can't wait. Oh, my God. I can't wait. So we just had a nice chat, and now we are back with Sean and the next featured artist for the podcast. Who are we talking with, Sean? Jenna Kripal. Hello, Jenna. How are you? Hey, how are you? Very good. I'm very glad to see you part of the show, and I love the piece. That's why we set up in front of you. Thank you. Do you see it? Yeah. Did you notice? Set up in front of this piece. Yes, we set up right in front of you. Now, brilliant. (laughs) Jenna, I'm going to put you on the spot. Do you remember when we met? I do. Um, today, right? (laughs) No. (laughs) Today. It was at it was at the spin show. Oh, okay, I remember. And you painted the dope rhino. Oh, my God. Sitting on the chair with the TV dinner sitting in the front of the thing. I was like, this is every dude in my house. I have to sit down and talk to you about this. Where did this come from? You're like, yeah, it's my dad or my uncle. I forget who you said it was. But <laughs> it's it was, everyone's dad or uncle. There you go. <laughs> oh, that's what she said. Yeah, I remember her saying that to everybody. Now, that was a fun show. I haven't seen that work out since. I haven't seen the animal stuff. It's mostly been the series that we have behind us. Yeah. Have um, you been pushing that or is it just a little different? So that series I actually made uh, in college and I made a total of five of them. They were huge paintings, like five by eight. And I felt like I reached a place where I said everything I needed to say for that series. And in the meantime, I was working on something totally different. Um, And I never looked back to that painting series. It's still dear to my heart, and I love it. But sometimes at a young age, um, especially in college, you come out and you have to let go of previous ideas that will only birth new ideas. And then in a couple of years, it, it's been about three years since I painted that painting. Um, I see elements of my love for oil paint come back into my work today. Uh, which it got very abstract and almost design-like. And now I'm taking these pieces and merging them together with the sensitivity of oil and paint. So, No, not just oil. I, I saw, I think, your, your piece at the Graff Mansion, that was, that was on the floor. It was on the floor, wasn't it? The, and the, the roof. Piece you did? The roof and the floor. Right. Yeah. That was cool. That was big. Had you, ever, had you done something that big before? No, that was actually my first project coming out of uh, college. Sean was there. That's where we met. Yeah. And um, I was teaching her how to use a spray can. Hmm. Yeah. She had, uh, like, she had spray cans from the hardware store, and they were, they were clogging up my eyes and my throat. And I was in there painting, and I was pretty sure she was sent there to assassinate me with all the damn spray paint. She was spraying all over these plastic bags that don't breathe, and it was a nightmare. And Bradley Cooper. Uh, Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. Wow. Bradley Cooper Bradley was there. <laughs> is that Freudian showing? We could talk about that on the next episode. I'll give you some time. Nah, but shout out to Lady Gaga. We just seen that movie. I remember throwing dollars on you. But... Bradley Theodore was there, and Jenna was there, and I was watching her, and I thought it was a giant mess that she was doing, and I couldn't wait for her to be finished so I could rip it all down and whitewash it all. But after she was done, I loved it, and I loved Jenna, so she became my number one. Well, the thing is, that was my first uh, real graffiti project, public art project, coming out of school, and I had a friend who owns a hardware store, so he was like... I'll give you a couple spray paints. And little did I know, uh, hardware store spray paint and 
like Blake art material or some <laughs> some art stores totally sell different. way different brands and uh, he's just on the bottom floor I'm already hallucinating <laughs> you know this Huffing is all that yeah. yeah and we had the air conditioner on like 60 degrees and she is and then he just comes yelling at me yelling and then we made up and he made me a sandwich oh what kind of sandwich <laughs> I love that very simple simple sandwich it was just two pieces of bread with a ham and maybe some cheese but he no, made it prosciutto he made it with, he made it with his own what? hands yeah it was prosciutto with provolone and mozzarella with um, she says ham and cheese isn't that beautiful it wasn't ham and cheese it was beautiful baguette it was like a retarded, <laughs> delicious sandwich. Yeah. She's over here, ham. But she cheese. didn't like you that much. No, it was not ham and cheese. It wasn't a baguette. It wasn't just white bread. So. <laughs> How but dare you? But I do you. think it was ham and cheese. <laughs> She's sticking with it. But I thought she was wasting her time with all of her funky stuff because I had also in the other room she had all her oil paintings and I was completely blown away by her and her technique and her ability to see shadows and lights. And I, t- I thought she was wasting her time with all of the stuff that she's murdering it at right now, killing and selling a ton of. And I told her she was wasting her time, but she wasn't, and she knew better. But again, my attraction to her was product design. She's a product designer. Look at her pieces. She's, she de- designs flawless pieces. And so I was attracted to that right away. Well, in college, I studied communication design for two years. And I loved making very graphic-looking styles. But the thing I was turned off of is working for a company or brand to push a product. So all my professors would love the aesthetics of my work, but not know, like, the first thing I was trying to push. So I said to them, you know, I think this is the point where I go and I do my own thing and I become a fine artist because fine artists, they're pushing their ideas in way more abstract ways even if it's a literal painting Mm -hmm. and that's how I got uh, to then change my major to painting after two years and I think communication design really uh, influenced my aesthetic in all because we had to learn all these new technologies Uh, we had to be proficient in illustrator and the way that I design my work is through illustrator and then translating it onto these custom-made canvases that I learned the machinery through these design-oriented majors. So I thought it was a cool merge. And I have... I've enjoyed watching some of your time-lapse videos of your work because it's something that at first I'm like... I'm not really sure what she's going with that kind of, you know, your angles. And, I, you know, there's a lot of curvature in your work, but it's really cool to see it when you went from start to finish with all the shading and everything that makes it just a really cohesive piece at the end. And so I appreciate you putting that out there because it's, you know, it's for someone who appreciates the art. It's I appreciate the final piece, but it's also great to see everything that went into it. So I appreciate you putting that out there for us. I mean, the process is everything. And some people will be like, yo, why are you doing these fast time lapse? Everyone can see your technique. I'm like, okay, you can try to paint like that. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, Good luck. (laughs) (laughs) So, Jenna, talk to us about pulling together uh, a non-tangible image. Because your work isn't literal. Obviously, it's, it's, would you call it abstract? Um, I don't really have a name for it. Okay, fair enough. So how do you, when, when you're standing in front of a buyer or someone is interested in your work, how, how do you explain it to them? Um, okay, so basically the forms come from a grid. 
And everything in life is very gridular, our whole system. And um, I kind of start my pieces off uh, with the notion of everyday movements and then reduce them and will then put them onto paper where it's... I'm sorry. Can That's we okay. cut this? Yeah. Right. No, we ain't editing it. There's no cut, but we'll let you As you give for being so fancy and smart. As you give for being fancy and smart. You can't be more nervous than Harris. She explained this to me on the World Trade Center. Go ahead. And she was in a comfortable moment, you know, and I understood it. You know, and that's why our piece looks like the way it does in the World Trade Center. The streets and the buildings and her form. I mean, it's all about the journey. So it's kind of where I am in that moment. and. I will go off the flow of each piece. So it's, it's a fast uh, process where I'll, I'll put a couple lines down and based on my day or how I'm feeling or who I've met that day, the converging lines. And then uh, after that, it kind of becomes this piece where technical terms, I'll extrude it and then manipulate the, the curves of each line based on how I'm feeling. And it'll come out to be different every single time and that's something that I love about this series is that the animal paintings were great but it had an end to it whereas this one it's kind of this endless journey that'll keep on flowing and growing because even in the beginning of this you can see I know you, you can't see in this interview but it started off with tighter modular forms at Jenna Kripal Studios <laughs> and then it grew into even me putting dimension to it and now imagery to it where it's becoming more and more relatable to yeah. people's everydays in general. So. Can I answer your question? Sure. Yo, to me, some art is just about how it makes you feel when you stand in front of it. I was just going to say the same thing. I think it's a bad question. Beca- uh, not a bad question. It's it's a bad it was a terrible question. It's, it's just a terrible that, it's question, just Ronnie. You don't need to be Ronnie justifying your work. Worst it means- question ever and, and, and expected her to give you some like in-depth answer. Wow. It means what it wow, means Ronnie. to you, and it changes on a daily basis. Like, I look at your work, and I see the same... Like, John, I can look what's back the name at a picture? of our magazine? Sold. Okay, which means what? You're it's selling it, out. but it doesn't okay. mean that you have to sell the person on it. Okay. They either love it or they don't. I thought it was a good question. I, I thought it was a Thank you, Jenna. It was I mean, a great question. I can look at Jenna's work and, and feel one way about it one day and see something completely different in it because it is abstract. It's flowing. It's got energy to it. You're a deeper person than I am, John. I'm just saying that people who are buyers are deeper people than you. Oh, and I just want uh, potential buyers who are listening to my dumbass talk about art to hear from the artist the literal interpretation of where want, it comes from. I don't from. want Jenna to feel that she has to justify her work to anybody. She does. Her work She's is smart beautiful. She knows. And She's amazing. A She's just also smarter than me. Well, thank the Lord, Sean. <laughs> That's why I keep Jenna around. <laughs> Now, Jenna, you had a piece in the World Trade Center show. Glowing and growing. I like I that, did, by the yes. way. That was a fun show. It was so much fun. Yeah. Jenna, uh, ha- Jenna has really moved into new territories with her new pieces, like these LED lights that she has over here at the HG Gallery on 66 North 3rd Street in Brooklyn. <laughs> Williamsburg. <laughs> glowing yep. and growing. Yeah, I like the idea of that. I, knew, I know you can't see it, but the glowing and growing, I really like that. And I think that's a good way to, like... To, to determine her work, you know, well, these thanks, aren't Sean. easy. These are not easy to make. These are there's so much work that goes into this, from the AutoCAD, the drawing, the Illustrator, the just vectorizing it, working at the mill, watching it, watching. You know, 
Shit. You know how much work goes into these, Ronnie? And is this one, 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 uh, you have one of these for sale here? One, yes. Yeah. Okay. I, do. I was just wondering if there was other ones. But There's other ones here that are hanging up. Yeah, I mean, everything is all about the process. So with my work, you can see, like, I'm, I'm really putting so much energy and effort into the studio practice that I do. Like, from the beginning to the end, it looks nothing like it did. And, I mean, materials itself say a lot about what I'm trying to say in general. Because in, in the di- day and age that we live in, all, everything's about material and touch and feel. And, yeah, it is as simple as how do you feel when you look at it and the end product. See, John, it was a good question. She gave us a wonderful answer. And a lot of collectors just want to feel happy when they see it because they've spent a lot of, you know, time with it. But it's not all happy. No, it doesn't all have to be happy, but they have to spark an emotion. emotion. They have to spark an emotion. It's really really important to connect with the clients, anything that they're missing in their emotions or their, you know, EQ or whatever. They need to, you need to, in some ways adapt yourself to becoming you know accessible to them mentally in a weird way and so if your painting sparks some sort of emotion sadness or happiness that's what really matters well jenna thank you very much for joining us today we appreciate it good luck uh in the show on friday thanks so much and good luck putting up with sean it is uh you know it's testament (laughs) she said the first time she met you you made her cry so well, yes. she made me. Good, she was trying to kill me with, with her Sean. spray paint. <laughs> Turnabout's uh, fair play, right? Tell, uh, tell our listeners uh, your website and uh, Instagram one more time before we break. So my website is jennacrypel.com and my Instagram is at jennacrypelstudio. Thank you very much, Jenna. We are sold out with Jenna Crypel.